Hey, hey. Good morning. Are we? Are we? I, I'm hearing you. You're hearing me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> good. 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 So, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. That's uh, fun, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was a a really good imagistic and memorable talk that you gave. Oh, thank you. <laughs> imagistic, that's a good word. <laughs> yes, well, it, you know, it brings this strong image to mind. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that's always a, a very good thing. Thank you. It was a, it was an interesting decision to go, do I use slides to cater for the visual people, you know? Right, right. That whole, you know, visual, audio, kinesthetic thing. Yeah, yeah. I need slides for the visual people. I'm like, no, I'll create slides in their head. <laughs> oh, it worked in this head. And I don't even have a mind's eye and it still worked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. There you go. Uh, so so where, where are you? Where are you based? I'm in uh, Brisbane at the moment. Brisbane, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you normally in, in Melbourne or elsewhere? Yeah, yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne's home for me. Yeah. Right, right. Very good. I've just, just got back from four days in Adelaide for the uh, Professional Speakers Australia convention, so... I'm a, little, I'm a little worn. I've had four days of like, you know, <laughs> which has been good. But, uh, yeah. right, right. Is your throat sore? We we, we can uh, keep it short if you're. Oh, no, it's all good. Don't worry. But, uh, I'm, all, I'm all under control. No, if there's you know, 150 professional speakers in the room, you can't get a word in anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, yeah. <clears throat> wow. So it, they were speaking about speaking itself or yeah speaking about speaking and the business of speaking so it was just really interesting actually we i mean for those four days we were pretty much in a little bubble you know in our hotel in adelaide right well meanwhile all this stuff you know that's going on around the world right now with with uh, this covid 19 thing is out of control and so coming back to reality was really interesting you know coming back to seeing what's what's happened in the interim in just those few days it's, yeah it's pretty mind-blowing it's been amazing so well, even before I went down there to do the yeah. event that we were at, yeah. I went to my GP and I said, you know, does it make sense for me to be traveling down there? I mean, not just me getting infected, but how that you could pass that on to other people. Yeah, absolutely. And she had said, it's kind of morbid humor, but she said, you know, if you're going to get it, get it soon, because we won't be able to help you later if this, you know, pops. Yeah. And, wow. uh, anyway, and she said, you just got to live your life. So <laughs> I was like, okay, well, but... I was deeply concerned about it. I thought of just not pulling out, but just given the circumstances. And that was weeks ago I was worried about it. Well, there, there are like literally, I imagine, thousands of events being cancelled right now and everyone's taking things online. Like all, all of the speakers in the room over the weekend were just having cancellation after cancellation after cancellation. Then this is this is their livelihood. This is what they do. They speak at big conferences. So Right. It's, a, it's a tough, uh, tough time for a lot of people and small business in particular. I was talking to clients yesterday um, and in regional areas, you know, on the back of the bushfires and now this um, is right. going to make it incredibly difficult for a lot of a lot of business people. So, Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. That's that's back to back for this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was talking to a client down in Gippsland and they've just had, you know, the worst bushfire season in a very long time. So people are staying away for starters and now we have this. Um, so many, you know, many of the businesses there just won't, won't make it through. That's, that's the reality. So it's, uh, it's, right. it's very sad. The, 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 the flow on effects of all of these things just become massive. And I think people don't realize, you know, how, how much of an impact these things actually have. Yeah. It's, uh, 
it's a weird thing. They always say that you're that if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. But the problem is, is if you know your history, you're also doomed to yeah. have repetition. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, the repetition doesn't go away. <laughs> no. no, it's um, yeah. who knows what to do. But yeah, I, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure, it's going to be interesting. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, how about yourself? Are you are you fortified in your business? Is it all speaking, or you have courses or anything like that? No, I have a little bit. Of, just about to launch an online program around uh, wealth education. <clears throat> Pardon me. So, one of the areas I work in is is wealth creation, wealth advisory. Um, so, I work with some financial planners um, and provide education, support, and resources to help people just set themselves up financially. Um, Right. Whether that be individuals or business owners or whatever the case may be. So, and and recently I've been trying to push down into the younger kind of demographics and going, hey, you know what? If you learn about this stuff when you're 20, 22, 25, mm. it'll set you up much much better for life, so you can manage your money more effectively and start to think about, you know, how do you how do you position yourself to be, um, yeah, not wealthy in terms of whatever that means for you. It's not about having millions necessarily right. it's just about going how do I want to live my life and then do I have the, the financial capacity to to support that so I'm really keen to to sort of build that education part of the business so we have an online program we're launching in a few weeks um, which I'm excited about been working on that for quite a while um, right. and then most of my work is not is not big event stuff it's it's one-on-one or a small small group type thing so right. um, you know and, and we'll take as much online as we possibly can that's the other thing we'll, we'll you know, everything is shifting online. I saw that you know, a lot of the networking meetings I belong to are moving online, and there's there's, there's it's just going to be the norm for the next little while. Right. Uh, one of the interesting things I think out of all of this is that for people like speakers, for instance, um, I would hope that by the time they've rethought the way they do business, that their their business model will actually be stronger as a result. So when we come out of this, you know, and, and we will inevitably at some point. Mm. Uh, their business should actually be stronger than it was when they went in in some respects so it's a tough way to get that but but you know um, that'll be one of the positive outcomes i think that comes from yeah definitely and they're very positioned to be able to speak uh, integrate the content etc yeah absolutely. i already have yeah stuff yeah and what, what about you what's happening in your your world in relation to this and just in you know, business in general what do what you how do you spend most of your time in terms i know you've got your your memory programs and, and all those things that you're teaching is that is that the core of, of your business yeah it's sort of spread across a lot of um digital media so okay. i mean i have physical books but they're a very small part of the the whole realm it's mostly the the core thing is a master class of video courses that hang together with a central training and then it has these satellites so once you do the central training if you want to learn vocabulary there's a course for that if you want to learn more about language learning there's a course for that if you want to learn more about poetry speeches etc so it's start here and then go there and i usually just offer it all as the sort of one-stop shopping and then behind that is a group coaching thing and then behind that if people are really ambitious they can get me on a call to uh, do one-on-one, yep. which I really need them to be because memory is self-study and there's very few people that have legitimate problems to solve, at least in my style. 
because otherwise then it's like um motivation coaching and that's just not in my personality (laughs) to uh, (laughs) be useful so i just sort of you know do mechanics on the actual practice but if it's about them getting themselves to practice i'm not the right guy (laughs) or at least i don't feel like i am because i've got you know thousands of hours of myself recorded with the cheerleading stuff yeah if that doesn't do the trick i don't think hanging out with me is, is <laughs> but yeah i do have i do have some client work that i do one-on-one yeah. and with the filters it usually works really well so you know i've got guy i've i've had a professional speaker it always comes to mind this guy lee escobar was his name he wanted to remember not only the names of everybody at his talks but he wanted to remember their seat numbers oh wow and um I never really got to the bottom of why that this was useful for him, but it was, and it was very important to him. And he, you know, he already had done some training on his own and about a week and a half later, he was able to do it with a couple hundred of them. He never, uh, within that short period of time, he didn't do all 300 that he wanted, but he was at like 220 or something like this. Anyway, he made a video testimonial about it and it's really exciting because. Wow. Okay. He's just at the airport and he's like, I'm on my way, you know, to go and give a talk and now I can do this. So, uh, so, so I, I'm still working on remembering my talk, let alone, let alone the seats and the, <laughs> and the people, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the weird thing is, is it's all tremendously easy, but the trick is getting to pe- people to see how easy it is. And that's hard because the techniques are, they take time to explain, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know anybody who's ever succeeded in reducing the amount of time. Right. And then we have a little bit of a problem, which is that people get super fascinated with them once that they understand it. Mm-hmm. And it's so fascinating that it almost can chew up all your implementation time. To right. be, okay. Oh my goodness. You mean they were doing this for thousands of years? Oh, let's read this and let's read that. So anyway, <laughs> it's got a lot of, uh, I suppose every sport is like that. You know, there, there's golfing and then there's the next uh, sort of golf video or whatever you know and it must be the same in finance and uh and wealth there's always stuff to learn always stuff that's interesting and fascinating that you could spend your time on absolutely so when when people come to you um what what's the what's the most common need i guess or the most common request that people come to you and make i wish there was one that leaps out at me but there there isn't because in all my surveys, I always have, you know, onboarding surveys. They'll say that they got this for German, but then they will list 15 other things that they actually want their memory for. Right. So there's something else that that they're sort of looking for. And I don't know exactly what it is, but I think it's just that they, they want to be Dr. Faust and they want to sell their soul to the devil without having to go to hell. And uh, <laughs> it's not going to happen. So that's a that's an unusual thing and i don't i don't quite know how to refine it so i've sort of just accepted that for now we're just doing a generalist kind of thing and the demographic and psychographics essentially break down in very clear ways but it doesn't have to do with their common problem because their common problem is they want it all and they're not willing to focus on just one thing at a time right if that makes sense yeah Uh, sure so and then in terms of what makes this tick what seems to be very clear in the psychographic and demographic area is that they have bought memory training before oh so really they, okay. they know harry lorraine they know tony buzan 
they know whoever they know. And yeah. um, so all the people who are doing ads right now and doing well, I'm just like, keep, <laughs> keep churning it. Right. Cause, <laughs> cause there's like a bottomless well of, of interest in it when once people are in that world yeah well this and, is this is the reason they put uh you know large large takeaway food chain locations right next to each other right you create you create a hub of of supply effectively so so yeah. if people are educating the market in terms of what's available then obviously that helps everybody in that market to, to grow that awareness i guess so yeah, yeah. So, so if, if if I was to work with you, let's say, just as an example, if I was to work with you and go, okay, well, look, I, I do a lot of speaking work. I'm, I'm working with clients one on one as well. So, if I wanted to build my memory muscles, I guess, from the point of view of not not with a specific purpose. I mean, okay, sure, if it helps remember my presentations, that's fine. If it helps remember pertinent details about clients and things that are important, that would be terrific. So, what would be a typical if there is one, what, what what's the process that you would take me through, for example, to start that? Yeah, so I would, I mean, it depends how we're working. If it was self-study, I would say, you know, take this master plan. It's going to teach you about the palace, which is sort of the kingpin yeah. of, uh, it, it has all kinds of words, memory palace, Roman room, journey method, et cetera. What it comes down to is location-based mnemonics. Right. So when I was giving my talk, for example, I'm just walking through my neighborhood in my head. Right. and weaving together pre-existing mental imagery with the words that I wanted to say. So that's the outcome and that's how it's done. But there are some fundamental skills. And if you learn them in a way that links spatial memory with autobiographical memory and all these science words, um, which I'm happy to speak about at length, but sometimes they put people to sleep. Um, so I don't talk about it that much, but it's a scientific enterprise essentially to rig your existing neural networks mm -hmm. so that at a chemical level, when you want to remember new things, you're weaving together space with existing information. Okay. So that's what I teach you how to do. So whether you're ultimately what it comes down to is whether you're memorizing a speech, you're memorizing names, someone throws a new detail at you. It's all the same thing, but like a Swiss army knife, it's just what's the tool here, right? right. And okay. what's going to be best? Do I have to be set up with my Swiss army knife and bring a hammer, right? So if I was going to go to a talk, for example, and I wanted to remember the names of all those people, I'm going to think of this a little bit differently than when I take my Chinese lesson, you know? Yeah. So I, I aim to help people have that comprehensive, holistic memory so that they don't think about information as different. They think about the techniques as different and how does that now apply to this goal? Yeah. Because your brain doesn't care what the information is. The techniques don't care what the information is, but goals, milestones along the way to the goal, being prepared, that's the, that's what I help people with in terms yeah. of memory. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. I had the uh, had the rather unusual honor, <clears throat> pardon me, of hosting the um, Australian Memory Championships last year. Right, right. Um, which was amazing. They had people there from all around the world. Yeah, yeah. Was what that the one mean, Anastasia one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watching what people are actually capable of doing is mind-boggling. Like it literally, it, it, it opened my mind to what the potential of the human mind actually is just in this one simple area of memory. It's, it's, it's really quite amazing. So once you apply those tools and techniques you were talking about, the, the results are phenomenal. Like the things that people are then able to do it. Yeah. It's really mind blowing, you know. It's uh, it's it's quite quite a 
a, a real interesting journey to, to just ride along with these people for a day and just go, wow, that's that's pretty impressive. <laughs> oh yeah, and I my 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 thing always is is that people people get impressed with it, but then they seem to think that there's something special about that individual when really it's just preparation and practice. And I've never met a single person who can't do those things. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not unlike watching an athlete, I guess, and you go, wow, this this person who's super talented must be genetically advantaged or something. It's like, no, they've been training seven hours a day for the last five years. You know, that's that's what right. it comes down to, basically. You there know? are certain predispositions. To oh, of course. Like yeah. Height or whatever. I, I get that. I mean, you know, I, I, yeah, uh, you know, if you're a gymnast and you're seven foot two, it's going to be tricky, right? So. Um, yeah. So I, I get that, but yeah, taking out all the genetic sort of predisposition stuff, I think most of it comes down to technique, training, application, you know, practice. That's what yeah, yeah, yeah. really where expertise is built, you know. Yeah. The other thing too is just just doing it is great for brain health. We we've yeah. got a lot of research around that, and it can yeah. fortify your brain for a long time okay. uh, against certain things. I mean, we don't know so much to say with certainty that you're going to you know wipe out the chance of dementia or whatever but there's good indicators and there's even tests and research where people who already have those conditions are seeing a bit of a turnaround really yeah using the techniques in certain ways yeah still new territory but it's very promising yeah yeah wow well it makes sense i guess it's like uh again any, any other uh you know muscle for lack of a better term that you that you exercise regularly yeah uh, it's, it, it must have some positive effect, right? You would think. Mm -hmm. Ah, that's very cool. And and so, what does this uh, what does this year hold for you, Anthony? What what's the, what's the year ahead look like? Do you, do you have uh, big big plans for the year? Is it more of the same? You're rolling on sort of the same tracks. We've got some interesting projects in the in the pipeline. What's going on? Yeah, thanks for asking that. Uh, I have a new book that is on pre order now. Ah, cool. And the yeah. launch is April 30th, but I might extend the launch just because of everything that's going on or just yeah. leave it as it is. But I heard from the typesetter today that everything's fine with his family because I asked him, I said, don't worry, if, you know, just let me know so I can extend the date. But yeah. everything looks like it's go for, for that. And that's about combining memory and meditation. Yeah. So then basically the plan is just to promote that for some time. Yeah. And, uh, Although I, I've been quite successful with the general approach to memory and people find me with different search terms, et cetera. Like I say, their search terms are interesting and what they say they want quickly turns into five other things that they want. <laughs> but I've mentored one of my best students into creating his own course on yeah. how he used these techniques to rapidly accelerate with Japanese. So we're going to focus on Japanese and I'm teaching them the ropes of online business and marketing and all that sort of stuff. Oh, and cool. So I've got a kind of a, a piece of the pie in, in this product, but okay. it's more about launching him. And if he's a long-term success, then there'll be certain benefits uh, all, down the, all so, down the line. So he's launching that into the Japanese market or for Japanese people here, or how, how does that work? Two people who want to learn Japanese. Okay, yeah, cool. So, and that's, that's basically the long-term trajectory. So we've got home base pretty much stable insofar as stability as possible on yeah. the internet and then now what are the outposts so if i can get people who've legitimately used this training that i teach to reach outcomes and get them creating courses and yeah. I, that's just a blissful thing for me yeah and, uh, so i've got a doctor or he's a he's in residency now he wants to do something 
I can do German, I can do Chinese, I can do Sanskrit myself as courses. The Chinese course is almost done, but I just only have so many things I can promote at, at the same time. Sure. Um, but I just never teach anything that I haven't done, basically. Uh, right. So finding more people who have, enabling them to start their own online businesses. And, you know, there's different ways to do it. My One of my business coaches, he's like, you should be, you shouldn't be, you know, doing this with this guy with some bizarre deal where you don't even know what you're getting. You should be charging him 20K minimum for, you know, building his business because that's uh-huh. probably what he's going to make in the first year. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's untested or whatever. But I might build a model and have just this back end to the back end to the back end where it's like, hey, yeah. if you really know this stuff and you want are interested in an online business, then uh, here's a here's a sales letter or whatever <laughs> explains about how we can meet for an hour. And if you're if you qualify, then I will build your business with you. Yeah, sure. yeah. Anyway, I'm, yeah. I don't know if it has to be that whiz bang, but I have to listen to my my advisors because sure. speaking of wealth, I'm a little bit uh, dull in those things. I'm doing very well, a good trajectory, but I always have to be reminded that there's like, there's a retirement coming, et cetera. So <laughs> oh, there are other, other things to think about. Yeah, absolutely. I, you're not alone there. That's, that's, yeah. that's the norm across, uh, across everybody. I think um, well, I, I can, I can provide some input there for you at some stage if you'd like. Um, well, you know, I've, I've been thinking about this whole wealth topic for a long time mm-hmm. and um, I, I was, you know, criticizing myself there, but I've also done a lot of work on it. And I was yeah. thinking of just like a, what would be a interesting way to, to learn more about it and help more people find those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's, that's a topic I'd love to kick around with at some stage because it's just what, what we're doing. It's one of the areas that I'm focusing on is, is, is wealth. So, so for mm-hmm. me, my, my model is sort of in three areas. So it's how do we amplify your impact? So how do we you know build your, your messaging, your personal brand, that whole question, you know, from my TEDx thing, which is what do you want to be known for? So let's understand what that is and then let's build a brand around that and then let's build a business model around that. And then how do we actually use the business model to generate revenue and and then what do we do with, you know, the, the funds that come from that? How do we invest and how do we grow? So that you actually position yourself to, again, you know, to, to set yourself up for the lifestyle that you want to live, whatever that means right, right. from a monetary perspective. And the other thing is, look, you know, so many people I talk to want to do good in the world. And I go, look, that's fantastic that you want to do that. But to do that, you need funds, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you, want to, you want to do good. You want to, you want to do things that are going to help people and, and, you know, build things that will be long-term and sustainable. All that requires money. Um, mm-hmm. so, so that's the second component. So it's like amplify your impact, build sustainable wealth. And then the last part is legacy. And that is, you know, effectively by doing those things, you're building your legacy every day. Right. Uh, so that's that's the I, I say that people live your legacy, don't leave the legacy. Right? So you're actually involved in something you're, you're passionate about every day. You're, you're living it every day, and right. over time you'll be building a legacy. So the outcome of those first two, if you're really clear on your message, you know what you want to be known for. You go and build something that's going to add value to people, and you know do that. Then the legacy will be an outcome, effectively, of that whole process. So that's that's how I think about it. So the wealth components, one I've been working on for quite a few years now. Right. Lots with small business owners and helping small business owners to kind of to grow, um, and then the impact stuff. I'm really enjoying the one-on-one work that I'm doing with my clients around that at the moment, which is really exciting. So, right, right. and you'll have another thing to promote because we we shared the TEDx stage, of course. So, uh, so TEDx right. was a was an interesting experience. What what was your uh, what was your take on the whole experience? Oh, I well, I, I mean. 
I kid you not, I really just don't have that many thoughts about it. But (laughs) when when I do have thoughts, I just my only thing is is we would just have to wait and see how people respond to the video. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the room, it's hard for me to to read it. I mean, I was a professor for many years, so I'm sort of used to just yeah standing there. I just hope that it made sense to people. I I tried to make it as clear and crisp as possible in a way that could be useful. Well, I was, I was in the room and I was listening. It certainly made sense. So I can, I can confirm that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never sure. I mean, <laughs> I, I live stream almost every week for three hours, you know, yeah, right. and I just, it's all just blah, 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 blah. And I, I guess my biggest thing about it is it was a neat exercise in compression. Ah, yeah. That, that was one of my big, big outtakes as well as like how, right. how, how how can you squish something into you know 10 minutes that's, that's going to really provide value and, and yeah. get some ideas yeah that was that was a good exercise yeah i'm just not used to it at all <laughs> I have to, even when i was a professor i mean we used to have after the lecture club you know because right. people come and they want to talk and i just say let's go to the you know the cafe or the campus yeah. pub or whatever but yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> this would be hours and hours and hours continue the conversation yeah yeah and so you know there's a great thing to that but there's also a point where it just becomes such a babble and you're just making stuff up at the time <laughs> not that you're making stuff up but you know it's, it's, I, I know yeah yeah, yeah it's just so, yeah i thought that was a neat opportunity to practice a uh, a constraint yeah yeah I'd, I'd love to do more of it actually yeah 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 cool uh very good yeah for me it was the same a little bit like you obviously speaking a lot and i kind of went well yeah it's just another speaking thing you know mm. and people react to it differently it, it certainly has a different uh a different effect on people when when they see that you're doing tedx i think they they put yeah. a lot more weight on it i think than possibly you and i did on the day you know it's like uh yeah um, it's a, and it's a, it's a it's a privilege to stand there and be able to share your idea which is fantastic so yeah but it was certainly uh a, a, a good journey so like you i'm looking forward to the video seeing what uh seeing how that came out so many people ask me when's it coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when the video is coming, but it'll be here at some stage. So one thing I want to do for sure is update my course on giving speeches. Right. And uh, you know, I don't I don't know how it would work, but maybe have a few outtakes and say these are things that were happening in the moment insofar as I remember them that yeah. you know had to be changed or that I changed. I don't know why I did it, but I just went off script, etc. And yeah, yeah. You know, that's how you think because it was weird in the dress rehearsal people laughed at the place that i sort of quote-unquote designed a laugh but in the real thing they laughed at the same point but two minutes later or something (laughs) it's just kind of really weird (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, yeah the real event never goes quite like the dress rehearsal that's that's part of the the excitement (laughs) but overall it was fun i just yeah um I just wish I wish that I had met more of the people that were speaking, uh, but I saw yeah. almost every single talk. So. Yeah, well, yeah, likewise. I'm trying, trying to. I think that's why this is such a great opportunity just to connect and and, and have a chat and, and uh, yeah. build that build that connection because I think there's some really there were some really interesting people in the room, both yeah. as speakers on the day and and some of the people in the audience were just amazing. Like some fantastic people came along to to watch and support, which was really awesome. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's just trying to yeah just connect and understand and learn from everybody and see what we can all take from it and, uh, and keep growing. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's good.
Well, please keep me posted on your course and how that how that's going. I will. It's called uh, it's called Master My Money, and uh, it's it's coming up. So I think we're about possibly three weeks away. I think we're just about to start promoting, and then uh, maybe three or four weeks away from from actually launching our first one. So it's a it's a recorded thing like this. It's a Zoom meeting that we we do each each uh, week with all the participants. Right. And we record it so they have uh, access to it to go back to it. And I do it with uh, a woman, uh, Kyoko, who's actually Japanese. She's a financial uh, planner, financial advisor, and she's right. been doing similar programs with uh, Japanese, the Japanese people in Australia who are looking to learn more about how Australia works, you know, if they're moving here, whatever the case is. Um, so we're just expanding that out now to everybody, and then we've combined our resources in terms of content and approach and you know, money mindset, money EQ, money IQ. So understanding both the mechanics of how to deal with money, but then also the big one for me is the emotional relationship that people have with money. So how people have been programmed to think about money and how their subconscious affects the decisions they make and what they actually do and, you know, why, why they self-sabotage and why they do all the things that they continue to do. They know are not right, but they keep doing it. You know, there's, so that whole mindset piece is really important. So we've got some mm-hmm. work on that. Um, and then the mechanics piece as well, obviously. So when we put those two together, I think we've got a got a program that'll really help people just get the foundations in place for what they want to do. So so that's coming up, pretty exciting. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely talk about it more as uh, as it gets closer to to happening. And then uh, and then we'll all be sharing our TEDx videos as well, which will be exciting. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll get I'll get. I'm actually looking forward to going back and watching some of the other talks again because you know on, on the day there's just there's so much. You know, there were a lot of speakers and there's so much information. I'm like, that was really good, but I just I want to go back and, and revisit and just go through some of the some of the content again from the other speakers because I thought there was some amazing stuff on the day. Yeah, I'm, I'm I also want to be doing that as well and and seeing. Um, I'll eventually do a podcast episode about it and then seeing yeah. if there's maybe a way to do an episode where a few of the people actually speak a little bit about their talks. Yeah. Uh, and uh yeah because i think i think there's a lot of people out there who wish that they could speak and then there's there's different ways to think about it and it would just be cool to sort of tie it all together and have some of those talks on the same page on my site and yeah yeah absolutely maybe i can reach out about that if that yeah that'd be cool so i've just just started a podcast called life university um right so you know, people when, when people say, "Where did you learn that?" They go, "You know, I learned in the University of Life." I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool. That's a that's a cool place to learn, right?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, so apart from real university, which some of us have been to, we, we all go through Life University. So yeah. I want to share some of these things, you know, these conversations on that on that site, uh, so that we can we can really just learn from each other and learn from everyone's journeys along the way. So that's a great great title for it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> are you are you all set for your your hosting and all that stuff? Yeah, 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 all set up, ready to roll. So uh, starting starting to think about content. So I, I um, you know, lassoed a few of the speakers that were at the convention on the weekend. I'm like, man, you need to be on my on my thing. And, and uh, I've got I've got this with yourself, and there's a bunch of other people from the TEDx thing. So we're just trying to pull together a few people that we think will have some really valuable information to share. Um, okay. And it's it's just part of that ongoing learning journey for us all. Isn't it? Well, I've been podcasting, I think, since 2014. So yeah, you're you're a, you're a veteran. I'm, I'm only a newbie in the podcasting world. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't know all that much about it, but if I can if I can help out, if you need, yeah. uh, let, let me know. I mean, 
there's a lot of ins and outs in the tech stuff, but yeah, uh, happy to help if there's anything that I might have knowledge of or whatever. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. No uh, all right. Well, it's been been great talking. Thank you so much for uh, for making the time available. Great to catch up. Let's do it again sometime. Let's do it after the uh, after the TEDx videos come out and we can reconnect and uh, and and see how that's all traveling. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And, and go from there. And if uh, if you're down in uh, our part of the world, make sure you check in and say hello. <laughs> I will do. All right. Thanks, Anthony. Appreciate your time. Yeah, likewise. Talk to you right. later. Take care. Bye.